0: A new era is unraveling before us, and Tangent is back with a new limited series in collaboration with NYU Shack Institute of Real Estate. Tangent unites real estate lovers, technology adopters, and passionate creators in an effort to improve our cities and our built environment. Join us every month to learn how PropTech innovators, academic experts, and real estate leaders are solving our present day challenges. If you're working on a PropTech solution, a nonprofit or a small business that makes our cities better, and would like your mission featured on a feature segment, feel free to email us at tangentcommunity@gmail.com. Stay curious and always be learning. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of welcoming Will Mitchell, founder and CEO of Rabbit, a machine learning software company that centralizes, standardizes, and monitors construction financing for both borrowers and lenders. Will, thank you for being with us today. Where does this podcast find you?
1: Jamie, hey Edward, really excited to be here today. I am in Denver, Colorado today, looking at the Rockies.
2: Beautiful. Will, you have uh, quite an interesting combination of uh, academic frames and a wide range of trades in your background, including architecture, electrical engineering, and uh, real estate development. So Will, walk us through your entrepreneurial journey and what led you to start uh, your company, Rabbit.
1: Really young age, I just loved buildings. I know it sounds kind of dorky, but in you know seventh grade, I got AutoCAD for Christmas and just really have always loved how man interacted with nature. And so when I went to college, I, I thought that architecture and structural engineering would be the best way to kind of learn more about buildings and then after you know doing all the hard work of getting an architecture degree I realized that developers potentially even have more influence in what happens in the built environment and so decided to to go into real estate development directly out of undergrad got to work on some great projects around the DC area and you know found throughout my time in the real estate space that the technology was just lagging every other industry. And so, you know, found that early in 2010s that uh, there was going to be a prop tech revolution. The term prop tech didn't even exist at that time and, you know, wanted to be a part of it. And so at that point, decided to go to business school and start a company in the real estate space.
0: So Will, why don't we kick it off with an overview of what Rabbit is and how it adds value to stakeholders in the construction industry.
1: You know, Rabbit is a construction finance platform that helps real estate developers and construction lenders manage all aspects of the development process. And so for the developer, it's a development management platform that centralizes all of your agreements, your budgets, your cash flow projections in a you know streamlined workflow that allows for you to really get the complete picture of what's going on in your portfolio and the insights you need to make decisions quickly while making it as easy as possible to communicate with your external parties and earn trust um, in the uh, industry through clear complete communications with your equity partners and your lenders. And for the uh, the lenders, it's, you know, a centralized platform to track all aspects Of your commitments, the corresponding covenants that you've set up on these projects to ensure that you are maintaining the risk profile that you want to have and abiding by all the covenants in the loan agreements while providing a great borrower experience and working closely with your customer on the borrower side
2: very cool i mean i think this factor of unlocking uh, real-time visibility into the real estate developers you know project finances is is tremendously valuable in today's world and especially in, in a historically opaque industry
1: yeah it's amazing how much of people's data is trapped in excel spreadsheets and pdfs and emails and it's really difficult to you know just even understand some basic metrics of how many projects you have going on in houston or you know what percent complete is my portfolio overall and so just bringing that data together can be super helpful for everybody involved
2: very cool i mean i think a segue to the next topic would be uh integration uh i've seen you guys heard i heard word on the street is you guys have been doing some exciting uh stuff integrating with with other systems like Yardi and nexus you want to tell us more
1: Yeah. So last summer we announced a a partnership with Avid Exchange to help integrate with their accounts payable platform. And we are announcing an integration with the Nexus accounts payable platform, as well as the Yardi Voyager platform. And, you know, the thing that we've learned as we've worked with our customers is that the value of a solution is great um, and can provide some disruptive value by taking things out of Excel spreadsheets and PDFs. But that value gets amplified when it connects to the other systems that our customers are using. And so at this point, Rabbit has the ability to work with any accounting system in the market. enable our users to seamlessly transfer information from the Rabbit platform to the other systems that they're using to eliminate duplicate entry and save everyone's time and connect the information to further streamline that centralized experience for everyone in the organization.
2: Awesome. That's great. I mean, I think the possibility here of creating network effects and, you know, providing a really uh, robust and resilient tech stack to the industry uh, is going to go a long way
1: yeah I think you know we realize that we can't be the solution for everybody and every part of the organization. And so really focusing on what we're good at and providing a good solution for the people who have to be in our software is critical. and then connect to the systems that are better for other tasks, like, we're not an accounting platform, and we're never going to replace an accounting system. And so being able to work with the accounting systems or the loan origination systems that our customers are using just further amplifies our value of being a connected part of the ecosystem.
0: Well, I think that's that, that makes a lot of sense, right? And as we dive into our specific industries and the specific products within those industries it's good to find where we can excel and when there's room for others to take on other aspects of the business cycle and then connecting with those just naturally makes makes a ton of sense to create values for for your clients right who are the ultimate users of of your product
1: as a startup right you have to be focused. And if you try to create too many modules with too many, you know, various solutions, you know, vendor management, pre-development, bid management, like you start to get overwhelmed. And frankly, none of your solutions end up being great because you've just tried to be too much for too many people. And so really focusing on solving one, you know, good problem and then connecting to the systems that help solve those other problems, much better long-term solution for both you and for
0: us in building this business. While we're on on that subject, right, I'm actually kind of curious about your fundraising uh, experience so, Rabbit raised $8 million Series A in 2019 from backers such as QED, Goldman Sachs, and Camber Creek, whose channel partner Jeffrey Berman actually we had on tangent a couple months ago. And then you guys raised a 1.8 Series B in 2021. Is that something that they were looking for, this hyper focused on one aspect of the process versus like a full ecosystem of uh, financials for development projects?
1: you know one of the things that QED who led the series A was very focused on was that you're you're taking a business model and a technology solution that's been proven right like you know reading documents centralizing information is not something we invented Um, But we are applying it to an industry that has not adopted it widely yet. And so, you know, this idea of taking proven solutions, proven technologies, proven business models and applying it to industries that are still, let's call them file cabinet businesses, you know, can create disruptive returns. And so, you know, while uh, QED was really excited about, you know, the real estate space and, you know, how construction could be disrupted through a solution like ourselves. It was the you know, understanding of, hey, we've got a massive industry here with the ability to apply a tried-and-true kind of technology and business model to it and create good returns and, and, and valuable benefits for everybody in the industry.
2: Today's Tangent episode was made in collaboration with Nox CRM. Knock CRM delivers the most enjoyable listing experience for renters and the most efficient tools for leasing teams. NOC is designed to help multifamily owners and managers gain control over their business levers and drive higher NOI. From automated workflows to customizable reporting to coaching insights, NOC gives property managers the marketing and attribution tools they need to maximize efficiency, budget smartly, and attract and retain quality residents. NOC also aims to improve access to housing in our communities through local programs like Knocking Down Housing Barriers, which is helping over 10,000 families gain access to much-needed housing. To learn more, visit Nock's website at nockcrm.com. That's K-N-O-C-K-C-R-M dot
0: Let's shift gears to one of the big themes in PropTech, which is data. So, well, what's Rabbit's view on data collection and its implications?
1: Always happy to talk about data. You know, I think one of the things we've recognized as we've gone through this, and you know, part of the reason we focused on our specific vertical was that the cost of slow payments in the industry are massive. You know, our state of construction finance and our construction payments report last year quantified the cost of slow payments in the US at $136 billion, which means like on a development project, about eight and a half percent of the costs are due to slow payments and that's an absolutely staggering number wow and the reality is payments don't get faster until you have better data you have to structure the data and then you have to layer on insights in order for things to start moving faster and so that's moving faster within your organization through streamlined approvals and clear workflows but also streamlining the information transfer between you and your lender or your equity partner. And so we're the only solution in the space that both has a solution for the developer and the lender to digitize this information in a way that allows to streamline this long-term workflow into a way that we can actually begin to meaningfully impact payments in this space.
2: That's fascinating in so many ways. I mean, it is uh, kind of common knowledge that Construction of real estate or infrastructure, just construction in general, has gotten super complex, uh, especially lately because of labor shortage, getting more, uh, you know, it's harder to source and ship raw materials for construction, local governments, you know, having their red tape and antiquated bureaucracy. But this angle that you're saying about, that your report, your company's report is saying about how the cost of slow payments in the construction industry has, uh, costed over $130 billion only last year. Uh, I think that's, you know, shedding light into something that at least it's not being spoken about enough.
1: Yeah. You know, people don't really think about it, right? Like I have to go and pay for that appliance as the subcontractor. And I might have to buy that range six months in advance right now. And then it finally gets delivered to the site. And then I submit my invoice to the general contractor who submits it to the developer, submits it to the bank, and then the payment comes back down. And so as a result, I've been waiting for payment on this appliance that I had to front the cash for. And so there is this perception sometimes that the subcontractors and the general contractor are financing the project because they wait so long for payment. And the reality is the lender wants to pay that, like they want to be able to get the money out the door. And so digital solutions like Rabbit that allow for this information to be tracked, centralized and monitored, give them the ability to both help the subcontractor get payment for it and the bank get the money out faster, which means they earn more interest, benefiting literally everyone on the project
2: sounds like a win 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 and win
0: yeah that sounds super powerful i mean in, in my previous life when i was working in development and well you presented this product to me uh as a potential client i, I remember seeing it and, and seeing the the value of making our payments just way faster and the whole data collection like better for our whole, both our accounting team, our asset management team, et cetera. So kudos to that. Um, while we're talking on the subject of data, right? Is there a world in which you guys are analyzing that data that you're getting from both developers and lenders and packaging it and and sharing it out with the world? Or is there a, a, the potential to monetize that data? How are you guys thinking about that?
1: So we, we work with our customers to ensure their confidence around our ability to use the derivative data. And so, you know, we're never going to sell the, hey, L&L spent, you know, a billion dollars in Times Square, right? Like that's not data we will ever share or sell. Like our customers' private data will always remain their private data. But if we take, you know, the 20 apartment buildings built in Austin the last 5 years and aggregate all that information into a, hey, on average, it costs per square foot for tile, you know, that is valuable information and it takes approximately 18 months to build a 200 unit apartment building. That's valuable information. And it doesn't take away from any of our customers proprietary confidential data. And so, you know, we have, you know, aggregated this data. We are beginning to get to the point where it is no longer individually identified, right? You have to have statistically significant data to be able to anonymize it extensively. And so we are slowly getting to that place. You know, I still think we're probably not until next year where we start to go to market with such a application. But we do think that this value of the data, not only to our customers, but to the market it. Whole is is super helpful for everyone, and it doesn't doesn't hurt anyone in the process.
0: Totally. So, are you are you planning on sharing this uh, with the with the world at large, or with clients of Rabbit? What's what's do you guys have a plan around like how you're going to be spreading this information?
1: I, well, I can tell you, we're not going to give it away for free, <laughs> um, but we will have the ability for people to to buy it. And, you know, how we do that, you know, we haven't gotten deep into, but yes, if you, as a broker, or as a insurance, you know, underwriter want access to, you know, real-time insights on construction costs and timeline data in a location, you'd be able to, to purchase a subscription to that. And we'll dig in deeper on how that exactly will look the coming years, uh, but uh, we do plan on making it generally available for the market.
2: I think if that market includes uh, cities or local governments, I think that would be wonderful as well because, I mean, shedding light into those real-time analytics and cost estimating timelines for projects, I think would be super valuable for all of our communities
1: I agree. And we're working on providing that insights for our customers right now um, so that they have that insight into, you know, hey, what are my different project types cost? What do my different uh, locations, you know, cost differently? So you have that information for better understanding when you're doing your underwriting or initial pro formas of a project.
0: Housing insecurity is a complex, lived reality for hundreds of thousands of low-income New Yorkers that has only been exacerbated by the COVID-19 crisis. That's why the Supportive Housing Network of New York represents over 200 nonprofit members in their collective effort to end homelessness among the most vulnerable in our communities. Working with the public, private, and nonprofit sectors, they ensured supportive housing's quality and proliferation through advocacy, policy analysis, training, technical assistance, and public education. Thanks in part to the network's effort for the past 30 years, New York is now home to over 52,000 units of supportive housing. To learn more about their incredible mission and how to get involved, visit supportivehousingnetworknewyork.org. That's S-H-N-N-Y dot org.
2: So Will, you currently reside as a digital nomad in Denver, Colorado, If we were to give you a magic wand for you to choose one or two aspects of your city and your community that you would improve, what would those be? How would you improve your your current hometown?
1: You know, I'd have to say, like, I think there's very similar challenges in a lot of cities right now where you've got aging infrastructure starting to hit You know, huge population growth. And so you've got this conflict between, you know, what exists today and what's really needed to serve the population going forward. And it's coming up with huge housing crises in a number of cities. You know, Denver, like many cities, is experiencing a lot of folks suffering from homelessness and and looking for good solutions I was actually, I was at an event last night and one of the projects that won was converting an old church into shelter for people suffering from homelessness. And so this adaptive reuse of buildings, um, I think is extremely exciting, uh, but often difficult. Um, You know, look out for the city and, and protect it. But sometimes the speed at which, you know, they make decisions, it's just not quick enough to keep up with. The growing demands. Denver's not unique here, uh, and so I, I, I think the ability for our jurisdictions to do more to help accelerate the process of development um, and make it easier to get things done, knowing the challenges we face, is is the thing I would I'd probably try to help everywhere. As uh, you know, it's really tough. You know, a lot of people are trying to do to good things. Um, but often it becomes cost prohibitive based off of some of the restrictions in the, the jurisdictions.
2: Absolutely. No, thanks for that, Will. And I think you and the Rabbit team are up to such a noble mission in terms of, you know, providing efficiency and transparency to a to a much needed uh, construction industry.
0: And Will, the other thing I wanted your thoughts on uh, was remote working, right? I know you guys uh, have an office in Austin, but talk to us a little bit about your your decision to to take the company remote and what the implications of that are for your business?
1: You know, at the end of the day, right, the most important asset of any company is their people. It's your biggest expense. It's your biggest asset. And anybody who thinks differently is misplaced. And we saw last year, you know, during the great resignation that a lot of people, you know, were looking for better work environments. And so the ability to attract and retain talent provides them, you know, provides my company with the biggest disruptive advantage that I can come up with. My people are my advantage most of the time. And, you know, we're, we're finding that having, you know, the expectation that everybody be in one city in one office is just overly difficult to attract the talent that we need. And so we've made the decision to enable folks to come into an office who want to. We force everybody to come together once a quarter. But the idea that everybody will be in the office five days a week is just not feasible with the, uh, the talent shortage that we're experiencing. And so in order for us to just maintain the talent we need, we, we had to go to a remote life.
0: I think it makes sense. And look, if at some point it makes sense to go back to office, uh, the world will continue to change, you know. But I, I appreciate the, the open-mindedness and the resourcefulness around uh, doing what's right for, for your team.
1: And don't get me wrong. If I could choose to be in an office, I would. I hate being on Zoom for 10 calls in a day. I you know, grew up where my boss told me in my first job, like, you can't solve a problem over a phone, you have to go on site, you have to walk the site, you have to meet with the general contractor. And so it was drilled into me that you solve problems face to face, you don't solve problems over a phone line. And so the idea that we're trying to solve problems uh, over a zoom is just really difficult for me. And so if I could make a magic wand and get all my employees in Austin uh, and have them happy, I, I I would do it. But it you know, just like a lot of things right now, it's a it's a difficult decision and you've gotta land one way or the other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was awesome to have you and introduce you and rabbit to our listeners. Where can our listeners find you and learn more about you and, and rabbit?
1: Best way to learn about rabbit, go to rabbit.com, R-A-B-B-E-T. The uh, best way to follow me is to go to LinkedIn you know, send me a message. I'm pretty good at uh, following up on real human messages um, on LinkedIn and uh, connecting there. And so I'm, I'm not, I haven't gotten into the Twitter yet, maybe one day, but uh, LinkedIn and our website are the best ways right now.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Will. It's been great. Super interesting. Thank you, Edward. Great chatting with you all. This episode was produced by Edward Cohen and Shami Wiseman. If you like what you heard, please share Tangent with a friend. Special thanks to Sam Shandon and everyone at NYU Shack. Tangent's artwork was designed by Michael Lowy. Thanks for listening to Tangent and remember, collaboration is our superpower as a species. So stay curious and always be learning.